Hello, good morning. This is a reading with Finest. I am Finest. I am reading Brothers Grimm today. The story from Brothers Grimm that I'm going to read is The Twelve Brothers. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, no problems, no worries. I sometimes got you. Sometimes, you know, just like life, you don't know. It's always ever changing. You could wake up one day, turn the podcast on. I'm there another day. You can open it up and I'm not there for days. I'm working on consistency. Um, But until then, you know, nothing's really certain. Nothing never lasts. So, yeah, enjoy it while you have it here. Just take a deep breath together. Ah, we're listening to Reading with Finest. I'm Reading with Finest. Day four, y'all. Day four in a row. I don't know what time it is in your time, but it's the fourth time for me. The weekend's going to be the hard part to keep steady in reading in the morning, but hey, we're not even thinking about that. It's not worry about the future, yada, yada, yada. You know I'm a hippy-dippy. Let's just stick here right now, and let's begin. Twelve Brothers. Once upon a time. A king and a queen lived together peacefully and had 12 children, all all boys. One day the king said to his wife, when you give birth to our 13 children and it's a girl and the 12 boys shall die. So she may have all the wealth in and the kingdom for herself. And even and he even had 12 coffins made and filled with wood shavings. Each was fitted with a death pillow, and all the coffins were locked in a room. The king gave the key to the queen and ordered her never to say one word about this to anyone. She then sat and laminated the entire day. Her youngest son, Benjamin, whose name she had taken from the Bible, was always with her. And he asked, Dear mother, why are you so sad? Dearest child, she replied, I'm not allowed to tell you. But he gave her no peace until she opened the room and showed him the 12 coffins already filled with wood shavings. She then said, my dearest Benjamin, your father had these coffins made for you and your 11 brothers. If I give birth to a girl, all of you shall be killed and buried in them. As she was telling him this, she wept and her son consoled her by saying, don't weep, dear mother. We'll find a way to help ourselves and get away from here. Then she said, so go into the forest with your 11 brothers. I want you to find the tallest tree and take turns sitting on top. You're to keep watch and look toward the castle tower. If I give birth to a little boy, I'll raise a white flag and and then you'll be able to return. If I give birth to a little girl, I'll raise a red flag and then you'll you to flee as fast as you can and may the good Lord protect you. I'll get up every night and pray that you're able to warm yourselves by a fire in the winter and that you don't suffer from the heat during the summer. After she gave her blessing to her sons, they went out into the forest where they took turns keeping watch. Each one sat on top of the tallest tree and looked toward the tower. When 11 days had passed and it was Benjamin's turn, 
he saw a flag being raised. However, it was not a white one, but a blood red flag announcing that they were to die. When the brothers heard that, they became angry and said, why would we suffer death because of a girl? We swear we'll get our revenge. Wherever we find a girl, her red blood shall flow. When they went deeper into the forest where it was darkest, there they found an empty little college, which was bewitched. We shall dwell here, they said, and you, Benjamin, since you're the youngest and the weakest, shall stay home and keep, keep house. We others shall go out and search for food. So they went off into the forest and shot hares, wild deer, birds, little pigeons, and whatever was fit to eat. They brought this to Benjamin, who had to prepare it nicely for them so that they could steal their hunger, seal their hunger. They lived together for 10 years in this little college, and the time passed quickly for them. Meanwhile, the daughter that their mother and uh, the queen had brought into the world had grown to be a little girl. She had a kind heart and beautiful features and a gold star on her forehead. One time when there was a great deal of washing to do, she saw 12 boys' shirts among the, the things to be washed and asked her mother, whose shirts are these? They're much too small for father. Her mother answered her with a heavy heart. Dear child, they belong to our 12 brothers, your 12 brothers. Where are my 12 brothers, she asked. I've never heard of them until now. Only God knows where they are, she answered. They're wandering around somewhere in the world. She took the girl, opened the door, opened the room and showed her the 12 coffins with the wooden shavings and the death pillows. These coffins were destined for your brother, she said. But the boys departed secretly before you were born. And then she told her everything that had happened. Dear mother, the girl said, don't weep. I'm going to look for my brothers. You should go talk to your father about how crazy he is. And uh, yeah, let's keep going going though. Let's see what's happening. Because it looks like they made 12 boys that are, are, are trying to kill women. Uh, but let's let's see. So she took twelve, the 12 shirts and went straight into the great forest. She walked the whole day and by evening she came to the bewitched cottage. When she entered, she found a young boy who asked, where have you come from and where are you going? He was astonished by her beauty, her royal garments and the star on her forehead. I'm a princess, she responded, and I'm looking for my 12 brothers. I'm prepared to continue walking as far as the sky is blue until I find them. She showed him the 12 shirts, and Benjamin realized she was his sister. I am Benjamin, he said, your youngest brother. She began to cry for joy, and they kissed and they kissed and lovingly hugged each other. And then she said, then he said, Dear sister, there's a prob still a problem. It was weird that they kissed, right? You have to bring that up. They can just hug. Brother, brothers Grimm. Okay, let's just finish the story. Stay close. Dear sister, there's still a problem. We agreed that any maiden who came our way would have to die, for we had to live our kingdom on account. We had to leave our kingdom on account of a girl. I'll gladly die, she said, if I can save my 12 brothers by doing this. No, he responded. You should not die. Sit down under this tub and wait until our 11 brothers come back 
and then I'll settle everything with them. She did as he said, and when it was night, the others came back from the hunt and found their meal ready. After they sat down at the table and began eating, they asked, what's new? You don't know, Mitterman said. No, nah, they replied. You're in the forest the whole day, he continued. While I stay at home, yet I still know more than you. Then tell us, they cried out. Only if you promised me that the first girl we meet shall not be killed, he said. Yes, they all exclaimed. Now tell us. Our sister is here, he said, and he lifted up the tub and the princess came crawling out in her royal garments. She had the gold star on her forehead and she was very beautiful, gentle and delicate. In their joy, they embraced and kissed her, for they loved her with all their hearts. Now she stayed at home with Benjamin and helped him with the work. The 11 brothers went out into the forest, caught wild game, deer, birds, and pigeons, so they would have something to eat. And their sister and Benjamin made sure that their meals were prepared. They fetched the wood for cooking, herbs to go along with the vegetables, and put the pots on the fire. So dinner was always ready. When the 11 brothers came home, moreover, they kept the little cottage in order and put nice, clean white sheets on the little beds. All this kept the brothers satisfied, and they lived with her in a great harmony. One day, the two at home prepared a wonderful meal, and when they were all together, they sat down, ate, drank, and were full of joy. Now, there was a small garden next to the bewitched cottage. In it were 12 lilies, also called students. Since she wanted to please her brothers, the sister plucked the 12 flowers with the intention of giving one to each brother at the end of the meal but right after she had plucked the flowers the 12 brothers were instantly changed into 12 ravens and flew away over the forest while the cottage and the garden vanished as well now the maiden was all alone in the wild forest and when she looked around an old woman was standing near her and said my child what have you done why don't you leave these 12 white flowers alone they were my brothers they were your brothers and you've changed them into ravens forever is there no way is there no way to save the, the, the them the maiden asked as she wept no the old woman said that is there's only one way in the entire world but it's so hard you won't be able to free them you see you would have to remain silent for seven years and neither speak nor laugh if you utter but a single word and there is just an hour to go in the seven years everything will be in vain and your brothers will be killed by the by that one word <laughs> she went and searched for a tall tree after climbing it she sat down and began spinning and did not say a word or laugh now it so happened that a king was hunting in the forest. He had a big greyhound that ran up to the tree where the maiden was sitting. The dog began jumping around, yelping and barking at her. The king then went over to the tree and saw the beautiful princess with the gold star on her forehead. He was so enraptured by her beauty that he called up to her and asked her if she would be his wife. 
She did not respond, but nodded a little with her head. Then he climbed up the tree himself, carried her down, put her on his horse, and took her home. The wedding was celebrated with great splendor in the joy and joy, but the bride did not speak or laugh. After they lived together for a few years, the king's mother, who was an evil woman, began to slander the young queen and said to the king, the, the maiden you brought home with you is nothing but a common beggar girl. Who knows what godless mischief she's been secretly plotting. If she's a mute, you can't talk and can't talk. She could at least laugh every now and then. Anyone who doesn't laugh must have a bad conscience. At first, the king did not want to believe this, but the old woman kept as, at it so long and accused the maiden for, of so many wicked things that the king finally let himself be convinced and sentenced her to death. A huge fire was made in the courtyard and the young queen was to be burned in it. The king stood upstairs at a window and watched everything with tears in his eyes since he still loved her when she was already bound to the stake and the fire was licking her clothes with its red tongue the last second of the seven years expired suddenly a rearing noise could be heard in the air and 12 ravens came flying toward the yard and swooped down then just as they touched the ground they turned into her 12 brothers whom she had saved they tore apart the fire put out the flames freed their dear sister and hugged and kissed her now that she was allowed to open her mouth and talk, she told the king why she had been silent and had never laughed. The king was glad to hear she was innocent, and they all lived together in harmony until their death. The evil mother was brought before the court and put into a barrel that was filled with boiling water and poisonous snakes. Indeed, she did. She died a horrible death. That's in that story. Uh, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm starting to believe the hype about these brothers Grimm's these stories man uh you know I, I suppose always can be like understanding the like of the time but this stuff like this is what like you know makes the, like we gotta talk about it and gotta talk about the injustice of it so you know that we can learn and understand and grow from these things because maybe if they would have known at that time maybe they would have gave a care um but yeah also yeah not, not only that let's let's stick to that for a second so so like maiden in the tree crying for help you know and a guy being entitled enough to be like yeah or just the beauty this is a dude walking around on a you know walking around going ah beautiful woman in a tree my wife um you know something I and mean, he asked i suppose she nodded um but then also you know making the the, the mother evil is something too because as a mother you know and her son like you bring home this lady that i don't know she hadn't talked she didn't smile she ain't even cracked a joke at one of my like I be I be making mad jokes and she hasn't laughed at one of them. She doesn't even she don't talk. I don't like her for you. I think she's a witch. Um, and making her evil and bad. I don't know. You know. What about the king? What about the king? I was watching watching his daughter get burned, being sad, going like, damn. I was trying to kill my twelve sons for this, but now sucks for you. Uh, and it could have been a different king. Could have been different kings. Lots of kings out there. Lots of different kingdoms. But you know, the 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 king guy was like, "I'm gonna kill my twelve sons," and no one brought that up about how bad that was or like 
the king didn't you know get punished for that or burned or or anything it wasn't an evil king he was just a king that one of his 12 sons murdered so that he can give all his money to his daughter um you know was he teaching those 12 kids beforehand hmm? or was it was the help all right i'll get off my soapbox here uh yeah today's the day follow your dreams read something read something have an opinion of it talk about it i'm here also let me know i've heard one thing about brothers Grimm. i shouldn't be reading it i'm gonna keep reading it until i hear more about how inappropriate it is to, for you guys to hear um you also can turn it off don't turn it off you can just talk to me you can talk to me don't turn it off you can message me and go i don't like hearing this i'll probably read something else i'm pretty and it's life whatever it's always changing i'm flexible uh but yeah today's the day follow your dreams you got this Ba-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-